Blog Talk Radio. Caller number one, you rockin' with your boy Fat Cat on the Fat Cat Show, so what's crackin'? Ain't no party like a fat cat party, cause a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I gotta sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a fat cat party, and a fat cat party they blow. You know how it is, get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what they do, you on the fat cat show, yep. This show's fanatical, so spell it with a capital, cause half of you was laughable, don't have me coming after you. You know exactly what a Mac can do, a legend like Mac can do. I'ma name this Fat Cat Avenue. Man, you gotta be honest, you need to talk it out. Cause if you hate and keep stepping, you need to walk it out. Man, damn, what the fuss is all about? Mean Queen, Fat Cat, they be showing out. Are they real, man? Are these niggas holding out? Make sure the middle finger hits the colon. Cause haters, they never win, man, they never do. Raising hell so the devil never go to heaven too. First off, second two, I could never do. Nephew, what? you think I'm sorry because I left you? Yeah. Down for making revenue. One thing I know, you tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. Yeah. Hey. Ain't no party like a Fat Cat party because a Fat Cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I got to sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a Fat Cat party at a Fat Cat party. They blow. You know how it is. Get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what it do you on the fat cat show yep yo 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 what's happening what's rocking you rocking with the fat cat show with your boy the sinister minister the thinking deacon the rabbi ramen noodle the chaplain of fried chicken slash rice says fat cat. So what's happening with y'all out there? Everything gravy, I hope. I hope everybody's getting to enjoy a little bit of the weather out there today and, and today is kinda like a a special day or uh or a sovereign day for, for me. Today is my grandfather's uh birthday. Uh of course, he passed last month on the 18th, and uh, it was pretty traumatic uh, for me because this was the man that was, okay, let me cut it up. This was the man that, that raised me. Uh, this Sounds good. Okay. This was the man that raised me. Um, I hope that sound is better. Uh, this is the man that raised me, and... Uh, taught me everything I know and um I miss him dearly and and you know it's still fresh even though it's been over a month uh his loss is still fresh to me and I I just got a question for anybody out there is there a significant turn it up uh is there a significant loss a significant loss in your life that um that that still kind of bothers you to this day and um and this is i could say that i've been blessed because this is the only uh loss that i uh that i had that was this close and it, it uh is taking its it takes its toll on me i find myself you know a little bit uh in some of the moods where where I can't you know that I want to cry about it and and all of that but um I know my grandfather's in a better place I tell myself uh each day that um I didn't want to I didn't want to see him like that um this wasn't the grandfather that I that I once knew I was I once looked at a up some more Okay, uh, I once looked at a very strong man. I was able to look at a very strong man at one point, and and this one, you know, my grandfather. I was watching him wither, wither away, and um, and that was kind of hard to do. So, um, but if it's a loss out there for you, what would be that loss in your life that? that is so devastating that you can't seem to get over. 
and I don't want to bring up uh, bad moments for people, but sometimes people can come up with things that uh, that they use to help other people in a loss. You know what I'm saying? I never, um, this is my first significant major loss that the one that really uh, hits me the hardest. And with his birthday coming up, you know, just here right now and I'm, and I'm dealing with it and, and, and not being able to see him in the physical no more. That is, is, is still is hitting home. Uh, my wife just brought up, uh, uh, the wedding pictures, you know, my grandfather did our wedding cause he's, he's a minister. He did our wedding and just looking at the wedding pictures and, and watching him, you know, you, you wish you can go back to that day and, and kind of do things a little bit different. Uh, Hey, thanks Ronnie. Uh, you wish you could do things a little bit different. And, um, but I just want to say happy birthday to my grandfather, uh, the late, great pastor, uh, RB friend. And, um, and I, I, I love him. I love him. And, and, you know, I got to keep the faith and know that one day I'll see him again. And, um, my mean queen says my father's death still hard, still hard for me. I'm grieving almost 10 years later. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely a hard, a hard time when you lose somebody. I mean, it, I, I I just can't get, you know, people, people grieve so differently and it, and it's, it's funny to me, but the most, okay. Oh, you can't hear me. Um, probably could turn your phone up. Um, but, I just want to say that um, that for anybody that's grieving, you know, um, may God be with you. I heard, turn it up some more. Okay, let me, what about this? I know this, this probably is loud as I don't know what. Um, but for those that, that are, are grieving, that are grieving, God be with you. And, and I hope he see you through. Because uh, grief, grief is a bad mother. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. And um, with that being said, I want to move on because uh, I don't want to. I want to make myself sad, but but I know my grandfather is at rest, and I know uh, uh, he holds on to his faith. And another thing, I just want to put out there, you know, a lot of people need to stop uh, playing with God. And when when I say that. When I say that, if you're truly indeed a, a, a Christian or a believer in God, and that that's one that 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 shows his father's fruit, our heavenly father's fruit, and uh, studies his word. Not saying that you're perfect, but one that reads his word and, and is, you know, just always pressing for the mark, you would know certain things i i watch people have funerals and they say some of the 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 strangest stuff during funeral everybody the true the true part about it is everybody is not gonna go to heaven that's just bottom line the devil the devil has agents down here everybody is not gonna go to heaven and that's that's just plain and simple so uh when when you when you see uh somebody that's been a thug all their life, I'm not gonna say that person didn't have a chance to say, uh, uh, Heavenly Father, like the thief on the cross, you know, uh, he he uh basically uh asked Jesus to to remember him in his kingdom. You have time to, as long as you on this earth, there's work to be done. But for those that just died in their sin, died in their sin, we need to stop playing and and, and trying to put everybody in heaven because that's not how it how it goes. You know, we 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 dealing with a. I believe in in God is really gathering His people together, and I believe that that um, the devil is grabbing His people also, and and it, it's. 
people that choose to have a lifestyle of their own and and that's contrary to how God told us to live and there's you know and then people want to disregard they want to accept some of the word but they want to disregard other parts of the word and I think you can't do that if you're going to accept God's word you take it as as a whole but I'm not going to get on that um I'm a, I'm a uh I'm going to get off of that because, you know, I don't want to tear nobody off. But anyway, but one more time for, you know, whoever, um, if if that one person, who is that one person or many people that that have passed away in, uh, in your lifetime that you still find hard to get over, over, uh, if you want to call, that number is, Six four six five six four nine seven two eight. Uh, press one if you if you want to comment. I got one more thing too, y'all. Detroit, 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 ladies. This is for my ladies out here. I know a lot of you are single. I know a lot of you, uh, y'all like clubbing, y'all like doing your thing, and and all that, and all that is well. All of that is good. But be careful out there. And I'm saying this as a and I'm saying this as a Christian and, and, and a person that really cares about uh my people. It's it's getting to the point where we living in a different type of world. It was a time where uh you can go out here and, and, and go club and do your thing and and all that, but we got a killer out there. We got somebody out here that's shooting in uh killing our young ladies, dumping them in the fields. So if you don't have to go out, don't go out. Don't go by yourself. Club at your house. You know, uh, or if you're going to go out, make sure you you run with a deep rat pack because it's a killer out here, and he's targeting young ladies. And I feel bad, you know, I'm, I'm seeing all of these – these wonderful, beautiful young ladies losing their lives uh, over something that could be prevented. You know, I'm not trying to tell you to be a slave to your, you know, to fear, but be wise. You know, it's nothing to play with out here. You know, you putting your family through strain because you want to go out here and, and party and do things. But it's a man or somebody out here taking lives. And they're and they're targeting our women, and 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 it's hard. So if you don't have to go out, don't go out. Stay in. If you can get a Rat Pack to roll with you, and I'm talking about 15 deep. And, I, and I'm telling young ladies now, y'all probably need to get armed. I ain't gonna say probably. You do need to get armed because this whoever is doing this, he he he's not showing no. No respect per sex. He just he he just killing these young ladies. So um, do the right thing and um, and protect yourself. You know. But I'm gonna get into our first topic for today, and our first topic for today is about a young lady, and I think this this story happened down in Florida. I see my um my video keep freezing and pausing. Um, I think this um, story happened down in Florida about a young lady uh, mother who's being charged because uh, she's unfortunate. You know, her, her kid came to school and roaches came out of their back, the backpack and and all of this and that. But um, I'm not going to tell the story in its entirety. I want you to watch the video and let's comment on it. And if you got any questions or comments, that number is 646-564-9728. Press one. If you want to comment, we're going to go into that video. It all began at Baghdad elementary near Milton in mid April school staff noticing a second grade student coming to school in filthy clothes, having meltdowns and appearing depressed. A call to the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office landing Mother Jessica Stevenson behind bars for the neglect of her five children. The amount of neglect in this case is is very serious. 
According to the sheriff's incident report, a deputy serving as a school resource officer was alerted the second grader wore the same clothes for a week. The clothes so soiled there was caked on fecal matter and urine stains. School staff reporting seeing hundreds of roaches crawling out from the student's backpack at lunch. The child admitting her home was infested with them. A search at the home revealing a roach infestation, bleach within reach of the children, and rancid food in the fridge. We have roaches, and people will tell me all the time, everyone in Florida has roaches. Stevenson bonded out of jail. I went to her home for answers, and she talked to us about the case, saying she's never neglected or abused her five children. I'm not a bad mom. I do everything I can. I work hard. She walked us through her home. It's not filthy, as she likes to report. This is nothing. Immediately, we could smell a strong scent of urine. Roaches and other bugs were throughout the house, which remains mostly unfurnished. I just don't want to put furniture in here until I've dealt with the bug problem. She blames the school and sheriff's office for targeting her. They just made it harder for me. The sheriff's office disputes her claim. She says she was given a no-contact order with her children pending the charges against her. Maybe if I see you, I go back to jail. You know, that sucks. I don't want to tell my kids stuff like that. Now she says she's trying to clean things up. It's just not easy when you're one person and five kids. I want to do better, and I'm trying. Well, anyway, um, my question would be, should a parent be held responsible for poverty? Uh, because you're, you're less fortunate. I know I uh, heard that this woman has five kids. And, of course, you know, you chose to have five kids and knowing that you can't take care of them. But shouldn't the system be a little bit more eager to lend help than to penalize uh, parents that can't take care of their kids? And that's, and that's the biggest question, you know, I would, I would have, is it, is it just total neglect or is it just uh, a case of a mother that's not, that's just down on her luck and just can't uh, take care of her kids. Um, if anybody got any questions or comments on that, that number is 646-564-9728. Press 1 if you want to comment. But I don't think that that uh, locking a parent up is going to serve any justice to the child. Who are we looking to get justice for? Is it the system or is it are we uh, locking parents up just to protect the child what are we what are we talking about here what are we uh is this a solution locking up um parents that that are down on their luck i don't see no benefit in that for the parent nor the the kid because the parent could generally could generally love their kid and um and they're just down on their luck they're having a hard time i don't been through hard times before in my life, but nothing like that, you know, but, uh, I done been through hard times, but I can say, um, I never, my kids that never go to school. I, you know, I hate to just, you know, sound like that because you never know what happened down in your life. But thank God that, that I, my kids didn't have to go through things like that, um, in, in their childhood. And, And I'm fortunate to, uh, never go through anything like that in my um, childhood. Also, you know, um, I was all, you know, I was a product of a good home, and uh, I try to keep keep the same focus going in in raising my kids. My kids don't know what it is to be unfortunate, and I and and that's all due to God, and I'm thankful for that. But but when you start penalizing a parent just because they're down on their luck. The only problem that I would have with that uh with that is is the fecal matter and the in the piss. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem I would have. I mean I would I wouldn't subject my kids to none of that. Even if I couldn't let's say quote unquote have a washing machine or something, I would I would at least try to get some type of soap 
powder or something like that. And then most of the cases too, sometimes they live in, in run a rundown place, but a roach infestation. Oh my God. Oh man. That's a, that's another thing, you know, uh, uh, that black people, you know, we all done been to a house or two or even had uh roaches sometimes, you know, you, you could have a person, uh, come over and, 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 and unload a couple of them on you or, or uh, things like that. So it, it's like, uh, but the bed bugs now are the new roaches. So you got to be careful now of who you invite over to your house. But the way they, they even show the roaches on this lady's, uh, in this lady's house. And the, and the bad part about it, I ain't seen no roach in years. I ain't seen no roaches in years. That's that's the crazy. I didn't think they still exist. I thought the bed bugs ate them. But um, definitely, you know, I I don't see that. I don't think they should have uh, been harsh on on the uh, the mother like that. Uh, satellite bills. Uh, you need to call the show, brother. Um, I don't think they need to be harsh on a mother like that because some people. Some parents are doing the the best that they can, and you look at it, the prices of everything is going up. Especially you live in Michigan, you got you got insurance. If you got a car, you got this high insurance. You got high gas prices. The food is high. You know, uh, some most of them sometimes. You know, if you're not on aid or nothing, you got to pay for school lunch. I mean, it's it's a lot of things that factor into parents just being broke and just say their parent don't have a car and the kid got a got a they got to bust the kid to school i mean we we got to look at a lot of little factors there instead of just trying to lock parents up for for the lack of something you know what i'm saying but like i said i i i, I feel bad i don't know what type of parent i ain't gonna judge her i don't know what type of parent she is I, I'm just saying that it's bad that some people in the world just don't have nobody to to bail them out or lend a helping hand, and it's bad when uh, um, the law is quick, or just say the government is quicker to give a, a multi-million dollar business a bailout than to help its citizens who are who are struggling and suffering. You give somebody a, a million dollars, billions of dollars to bail them out of uh, financial bankruptcy, but you quick to just throw away uh, parents that's struggling and trying to make it. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to move on. If nobody don't uh, have nothing on that, that uh, if you do, that number is 646-564-9728, uh, press 1. If you want to comment, um, this next story, uh, is about a, a lunch aide that chose to give, uh, a student who didn't have no money, a free lunch. And she got fired for that, which I feel is, is, is very bold, but, um, we're going to look at the, we're going to look at this story and we're going to go into it. And uh, any questions or comments or anything like that, feel free to call that number, 646-564-9728, press 1, if you want to comment. Check it out. My heart hurts. I truly loved my job. And I can't say I wouldn't do it again. It's been a week since Daylene Bowden lost her job at Irving Middle School. The former lunch lady can barely form words when describing what led to her dismissal. Why did you do that? You say you love your job. <laughs> well, because they're hungry. What do you do? Send them out there? So they can get it taken away and thrown away? No. Last Tuesday, Bowden was working as a server when a 12-year-old girl told her she didn't have any lunch money and was hungry. So I handed her the food and said, here. We'll take care of it in a minute. Bowden's supervisor saw what happened and reported her. He said I was on permanent leave until he would call me. I wouldn't, I would, I should not call them. He would call me. And they never called me. I got the letter. Signed and written by School District 25 Director of Human Resources. In that letter, Bowden was terminated for theft. 
I think it's ridiculous. Residents in Pocatello do not agree with the school district's decision. That's absurd, and that's a ridiculous reason to fire somebody. I understand rules, but not when a child is, is hungry. Through social media, Bowden has rallied quite a number of supporters. She tells me parents of Irving Middle School students want her back. But Dean Mulder says there's a bigger problem here. If a kid cannot pay for a meal or a parent cannot pay for a meal and, and a person is punished, for feeding that kid, somebody's got it wrong. Something is not right. Reporting in Pocatello, Magdala Lusant, KPVI, news that works for you. Uh, a lunch aide being fired for giving a hungry child a free lunch they couldn't buy it. What is this uh, society coming to? I think, I understand that, that, uh, well, they get all this stuff through the government. And one of the functions of the government is supposed to be the aid of the people. So I really don't understand if uh, this person, I don't know, you know, what happened in the background story, whether this was her first time getting caught as far as um, giving kids free lunch or you know, or she got talked to, or do she got a just a dickhead uh, supervisor that just wanted her fired? You know, we we all know the story. We got uh, supervisors that's just gung ho to just uh, get rid of certain people, and so. But I find it, uh, I find it pretty preposterous to to fire somebody that's that's trying to feed a hungry kid. That, I mean, what kind of, I mean, that's something that could have been overlooked. You know what I'm saying? But you just have some people that uh, when you give them a little bit of power, they just they just want to take this power and try to just uh, terrorize others. So I, I just, you know, I don't wish nothing bad on people. But when people uh, get to that point where they're trying to just, uh, over exercise authority. I wish they they could at that very minute uh something could flash to them and let them see just how how uh big headed they're being. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like I had an incident the um uh the other week, last week, and um and what happened was on my truck. I had a um I had to put some new tires on it. And so my my um brother jacked my car up and took the wheels off and we had to go uh go pick up and order some more wheels. So the ordinance person out here where I live uh came around and he saw that my tires was off and and the car was jacked up in, in my driveway. But it was pushed all the way to the towards the back of the house, but you couldn't see it unless you got out your car and physically walked up and seen where you know that it didn't have no car. So I seen this man come up about to give me a ticket. So I came out and I said, um, what, "What what's going on?" He said, uh, "Inoperable car." I said, "Dude, I'm going to get the tires now." I said, "You don't got to get a ticket, but but." Just wanted to be gung-ho. He gave me the, the warning ticket anyway. And it just didn't make... I said, the car is not inoperable. I'm I'm getting it on the road. So what are we talking about here? But you got people like that that just want to... They just want to be big-headed and just do their thing. But I, I feel bad for this lady, you know, because now... Uh, when somebody get fired, now it's gonna now you're gonna have some kids that's gonna suffer behind this rule because uh you know, you never know what you're dealing with with uh some kids that come to school. You you know, that school lunch could be their only meal. You don't know what they're facing when they go home, when they leave. You know, that could be their only meal. And now you got lunch aides that's gonna be scared to to, you know, just step out in the kind of this Kindness of their heart, heart because they done seen their comrade get fired just because 
a gung ho supervisor want to um, fire fire somebody. So the question the question would be, uh, do you think the school board was right in firing that school lunch aid for giving the free lunch to the kids? Uh, if you got any comments or questions, that uh, number is six four six. Five six four nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. But if you don't, uh, I guess I can move on to the topic of today. And so our so our topic for today is you being single a choice or your fault. Love could be a good thing or bad thing depending on who you ask. The same can be said for those who are single. It's hard to imagine, but there are some people out there who don't want anything to do with a relationship. Oftentimes, due to bad experiences or commitment. On the flip side, there are those who want to be in a serious relationship and just can't find the right one. Is it the fault of the individual or could it be by choice that you're saying? Uh, I, I normally, I wanted to, my guy was supposed to be on the show with me tonight, Gene the Dean, but uh, I thought about this a lot. And, you know, uh, I was supposed to do this show last week, but um Everybody know that right now I'm I'm going through issues with uh Chrysler over there trying to uh uh slip our property from up under us um from the church building and I'm trying my best to protect my grandfather's legacy. So uh everybody just you know that watch watches the show bear with me, know that I'm not doing this out off lack of um of not wanting to do this, but other uh issues uh take um place over the show. So when I when I thought about this, I I I thought about, you know, everybody said there's somebody for everybody. There's somebody for everybody out here. And when I when I think about that, I think it's true, but I think it's it's all about um if you're willing to settle, uh, a young a young lady told me once before. She said, "A relationship is all about what you can stand." And when I um when I look at it, you know, uh, my wedding anniversary is coming up. Me and my wife been together. Uh, we've been together about thirteen, fourteen years, and uh, we're coming up on our tenth year of marriage. And and truthfully, some of the we had our we have our ups and downs with certain things, but it's nothing uh, that we can't work through and and do things. I mean, everybody gonna uh, have a little disagreements in relationships or not, but it's whether you choose to whether you choose to stand there and and deal with it. Is this person? worth you know worth you going through the ups and downs with and with my wife I have to definitely say yes I I wouldn't I wouldn't risk my uh losing my wife to anything else out out there because I'm looking at so many uh people around me that that are single and they're miserable and some of them will say oh I'm doing I'm I'm single because uh, I don't want to settle. I don't want to settle for things. And and some of them will say, you know, hey, I don't want to be in a relationship. I love being, I love being single. I love just dating. But then they'll be miserable dating. And I've been through that phase where, where I was um, a single, single happy guy for one minute, and then when it came down to me really wanting a strong love interest and stuff like that. Uh, that's when the, all the dating stuff backfired for me because I didn't have nobody, 
uh, that was in that I was dating in my stable that I could have that I could have said, you know, this is the one that I want to settle with. This is the one that I want to be with and, and make and make mine. So, you know, of course, I took a bunch of losses and then you got to think of the fact, too, you uh, just dating and you just say you dating somebody. I look at dating so different now because I'm older. I'm older, but, and, and I'm just speaking if I was single now, if I was single right now and I'm, I'm 40, I'm 46 and, um, and I had to be out here dating, I wouldn't want to date nobody that I, that couldn't be potentially my wife. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to run into trouble where, where, um, this person could possibly end up having my kid and I'm, and now I'm forced to deal with uh, an issue that that I don't want to deal with no more. You know that I really didn't want to deal with with this person. Um, I view it totally different. I view family different, and I I I, I, I view relationships totally different. I don't want to waste my time uh, with with somebody that that doesn't have potential, and so. Um, and then you have those who who want to be in relationships but but then it's something in their personality that 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 draws people away. They may start off good. They may be able to uh have the gift of gab in the, in the beginning and and uh talk with a person and draw them all in, but then when they really get to know that person's personality then all of a sudden, you know, they that other shoe drop and they run and they have a tendency of running people away. I know a lot of people like that. But then instead of facing the, the true reality that they have a character flaw that just runs people over, they'll just say, I choose to be single. And they won't face up to reality. So um, I'm just... I'm really uh, looking at this thing. I, 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 um, my biggest thing was I think in the beginning I think we all we all done passed up on some uh, good relationships. I think we we all had a, a, a tendency of uh, in the beginning because we were learning ourselves. We were really learning ourselves. We were trying to find out really who we are. And I didn't find myself really until I met my wife. And and it let me know a lot about me. My wife basically uh she kinda turned me into a, a different type of man. And once the kids came into play, then I really changed for the better. And so because I wanna I always wanted to, let's say, set a good example for, you know, my especially my daughter, and and being able to, being able to view a man, uh, view a good man, and how a good man is supposed to treat his wife, and, and treat his woman, and then at the same time with my son, I want him to see, I want him to see how to operate with a good woman. My wife's a good woman. I could I could definitely definitely say that. But often too many times uh we settle. We we settle and I think a lot of a lot of times in my relationships back in the day, I settled for things and tried to make it work. And I think if you if you're busy trying to make something work, you can't focus on building because you you're constantly trying to uh, get this one situation right, and y'all can't even get past that because all your energy and all your focus is on trying to get this one situation right. And often, oftentimes, you can't you can't fit a, a a square piece in a circle. You can't fit if it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. And oftentimes, we we waste all our energy trying to make that square fit in that circle. And 
and I I had to learn early in my life that, well, I I, I still didn't learn because I was I was still being dumb. I was still the one trying to make pieces fit, because you know it's some people out here that just can't that just can't stand to be alone. Some people can't be alone, so they so they feel like a relationship makes me. I gotta I gotta have somebody on my side. I gotta have somebody on my arm. So. The first person that just tell me, yeah, show me some attention. This is the person that um, I'm a draw to. This is the person I'm a be with. And then we, and then oftentimes we find ourselves putting labels on people that was never ours in the first place. You know, so I'm um, I'm definitely uh, guilty of that in my lifetime of putting a label on something. That was never mine in the first place, but um, I'm just sitting. I'm talking to myself right now. But if anybody got any uh, um, comments or questions, that number is six four six five six four nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. Uh, I know there's somebody out there that that know what I'm talking about. That, that just you you waste so much time. On, on a relationship and trying to not argue, trying to find a common ground with this person, and you putting so much energy into just trying to get along with this person that you can't even build. You can't even build nothing with this person. And I did. I felt like I did a lot of building uh, with my wife. We we always we we don't agree all the time on certain things. But we could always come to a common ground and get past it and 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 do something. The other, it's funny. The other day I put a post um, on Facebook and I was playing, uh, playing around with my wife. I told her I said I, I'm gonna start a I said I'm gonna start a breakup campaign on you on Facebook, and I I, I says I put a post on there that says. Uh, uh, that my wife doesn't love her husband no more. And then I put a, a before and after picture of us on the thing, and it got so many responses. Like, people thought I was serious about, you know, about that. B- believe me, right now, you know, me and my wife, we invested too much time into each other to for a single thing to break us up. That's not going to happen. And so uh I had people calling blowing up so it was it was so bad that I had to I had to take the post down. It was it was happening so bad. So but I just I wanna hear from you. I wanna hear from uh somebody out there about, you know, uh especially mainly a single person, you know. Uh why do you think you single? Is it is it something that you can uh, work out or is it just that really you you haven't found that person you want to be with or or you just like being single you know it's either one or one or two things you know and i um i had that point when i was young where where i just wanted to be single i didn't want to answer for nothing you know for ever, for whatever reason you got old older people that got commitment issues that don't want to that don't want to commit to nothing they don't want to answer to nobody and all of that i don't have no problem with that my life is like totally different and when i was younger i was a club hopper i would go to the club and 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 all that but but club is not is is not my thing no more and i would hate to imagine if i had to get out here and date right now it'd be something ugly you know what I'm saying? I hear all my my single friends talk about how hard it, it is to to find a a person that's straight up. Because I'm seeing so much so much fakeness out here. You know, I feel bad, even worse for the younger generation. You know, I feel bad for for um, people in my kids' age range. They gotta you know grow up and get out here. Because now you you ain't gonna know. Uh, if you're dealing with a real man, a real woman, and and definitely the landscape of manhood and womanhood done changed out here uh, as far as uh, uh, dating. 
You know, you don't know what you're dealing with out here. Um, I got, uh, hopefully I could get the, uh, what's up, Wallace? Hopefully I could get the mean queen to say something. What What do you think, uh, love? Uh, just uh, top when you were when you were single, uh, what did you find your was your biggest challenge of being single? It's been too long. Yeah, cause we we been we have been together a millennium. It's like it just seemed like when when everything's good is good, but when when you when you uh what do you what do you think about that person, let's say when do you know that uh your relate like the relationship or when you're trying to date somebody and and you just constantly find yourself on the end of just uh that person that just stays single when do they when do you know that it's it's your fault and not just you know you wanting to be single or that person just not wanting to be single like you know you hear people say oh i'm single because i want to be single And that's a, that's another thing too that that high expectation thing. I'm glad you brought that up. The high expectation thing, because I, I seen a, a post on Facebook, and I seen a, a a girl. She put a she put a question of the day thing, and she said, uh, if if a woman, she said if a woman and man go on dating, the woman got kids. And she ain't got no babysitter. Should the man pay for no. the babysitter? No, and, and and you know what? And and that's the that's the thing with me with with most women now. Right that's and and that's the problem here. And 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 anybody that's that's um, listening to the show that want to comment on that. That number is six four six five six four nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. I'm I'm so sick of the 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 high expectation thing with with uh with people. Even though, like I said, I'm not I'm not out here looking or nothing like that. But I just hear people talking, you know. And it's it's so many. And and I would think if you were a a, a pretty good looking a beautiful woman uh and you single i would think it gotta be you it gotta be something with with you but some women that are single maybe not a small percentage of those are single because they want to be single a small percentage and the small that small percentage are those who are um career driven you know, they're, they're trying to pursue their education, and they don't need any uh, distraction. That small percentage, I'll leave that window open for that. Yeah, I, I, I hear that. I hear that. You know what? I um, And I know this, this movie base, but I think we got, we got different uh, uh, prejudice when it comes to uh, the male as- aspect and the female aspect. Because I, I admit, I admit, you know, I'm a little bit uh, sexist when it comes to certain things uh, between between us. I think, uh, but but not anymore. I think if you find a person, find a good person, I think you should stick with that person and, and marry. But back when we were young, you know, we were basically taught coming up, the first thing an uh, older male and would ask us is uh, how many girlfriends you got. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like I was, I was watching that series, a little bit of that series. Uh, um, what's that? She's got a habit. 
and in that series, the the women, the the main character girl, she was like a little female player. She was she was uh she had three men that was that that was uh boning her. And and I looked at that and I was like, man, look at my look at my drive. I'm quick to call her a, a hoe. I'm quick to call her a hoe, but then at the same time, when when you look at a when you look at from a uh, when men look at a man's uh, perspective of that, they'll be like, man, that man's the man. You know what I'm saying? But then on the other end, on another spectrum with a uh, relationship, you could look at a um, you could look at a female. She it it'd be all right for her. Uh, to let's say eat off a guy or, or not come on a date and don't have no money or you know something to that aspect. But if a guy can't, if he did the same thing, then he'd be a bum. What do you What do you think? What do you think about that? Uh, if anybody got, we got nine more minutes left. If anybody want to comment on it. Uh, that number is 646-564-9728. Press 1 if you want to comment. But expectations, high expectations. And I think a lot of times that is what keeps people, a lot of people single. We have high expectations. It's a lot of people that don't think, uh, it's people out there that don't think uh, arguments should happen in the relationship between two adults. But when you have... When you have two different mindsets, an argument is bound to happen unless y'all just connected to one brain and y'all think alike. Don't don't everybody think alike? But we have to we have to get past that that uh, that thinking that everything's gonna be perfect because you done created an illusion for yourself. If you thinking that that you're not gonna get into it with your you know significant other. I got a guy right now, he said, you know, uh, one of my boys right now, he said, man, I ain't got time to argue with no woman. I said, man, you're going to be single all your life, you know, and and not that we like to, you know, we like to argue. Me and my wife, we have our fair share of disagreements, but it is never to the degree where we like, uh, I can't deal with this, I'm walking out, because we know how to, we know how to, uh, uh, have our disagreements and later on, you know, walk away if it's too, if it's too tight, and then we'll put things back in perspective. So, and and that's the main thing, learning how to deal with it. And sometimes, you know, being single, to be real with yourself. That's a, that's one thing. You got people that just don't keep it real with themselves. You know what I'm saying? Be real about your expectations. Tell you know. Uh, but don't be too uh, too choosy with it, you know. Don't be too choosy with it. People are like ah, I can't, I can't mess with nothing less than a dime. I can't, you know, and, you know, I can't, I can't do this. A, a dude gotta have this type of money. A, a woman gotta, a woman gotta have this size butt or, or something like that. Stop. Setting these expectations. Love is love. Love is blind. We can't we can't sit up here and, and, and be be choosy, you know. And and that's what keep a lot of people single. They block their blessings. You don't even know. You might strive. Let's say you might strive and get what you want and what you desire, but it may not be the the thing that that was right for you. Let's stop. Let's stop setting ourselves up for failure. And that's the main thing. Like I said, we got five, um, no, we got six more minutes. And uh, anybody that wants to comment, uh, you still got time. That number is 646-564-9728. Press 1 if you want to comment. I just, me myself, I'm I'm glad that I, I woke up. I'm glad that I woke up uh, out of my, you know, I was I was a bit of uh like let's say uh shallow hell type dude and 
I was real shallow when it came to uh, ladies sometimes, and and but in the end, I I really got what I desired and what I wanted in my life, and and I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, I, I couldn't have married the best partner, a better partner in the world than than my wife. She's uh. She's always been there. She's always, you know, a driving force with me. I'm telling you, when I lost my grandfather, man, my wife stepped up to the plate. So I was I was out of it. And and my wife, she just she stepped up to the plate and just did her thing and and, and, and I love her for that. And it just, you know, it got it got me to really seeing, you know, what I what the Lord has truly blessed me with. You know, a soulmate, a, a, a person that got my back, and 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 I appreciate that. A lot of men don't. A lot of men may they may get that that person in their life, but they don't they don't recognize it, or they or they too they too masculine to to even let that person know that what they mean to them or what they you know. What what you know? Just what that person really means to them. But I'm not. I'm I'm I am real humbled, and I'm I'm real appreciative to you know what my wife is. You know what I'm saying? I I'm never I'm never jealous of her. She's never jealous of me. Uh, we we trust each other. We you know everything is is good on my end. And so um. And I'm just going to give a, a shout-out to all the good men and women uh, around the world that's, that's, that's stepping up doing what they're supposed to do, raising their kids and, and having each other's backs and, and just doing what they see fit to do. You know, that's right. So um, that being said, uh, we down to our last uh, three minutes. And... Uh, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight for the Fat Cat Show. And um, once again, happy birthday to my grandfather. Uh, continue to rest in heaven. And uh, I want to say happy birthday to my wife's wife also, which is tomorrow. Her birthday is tomorrow. And... Um, I didn't get I didn't give a chance get a chance to and um to thank all those who lost their lives in service uh for the military for the country. Um thank you for your service. Uh my grandfather was a veteran too. Um and I just say thank thank you to y'all. And um <laughs> said choice. Yeah, Carol. Choice. But definitely, definitely, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Definitely is uh uh who got who got some uh who still got some ribs and stuff left, you know, I'm I'm still taking donations and plates and all that. And uh Mean Queen, you got something to say? Nothing? Uh, mean Queen done definitely went behind the scenes, y'all. She definitely done, she definitely done left me behind the scenes. So, um, once again, like I said, tune in to the next show. Hopefully, I get to do it, y'all. Just hang in there with me. I, I just got a lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, I'm trying to make sure the city of Detroit doesn't. Does, I'm trying to make sure the city of Detroit doesn't try to. Uh, still my grandfather's legacy and so uh, just bear with me and uh, those that rock with me rock with me continue to rock with me so uh, with that being said like I said happy birthday granddad love you miss you Uh, wish I could uh, see you again Uh, I don't want to die right now but uh, I just I just wish I could uh, hear your voice one more time um and for those who who also are grieving too, uh, my condolences and God bless everybody. Stay safe, women. Stay off the streets, off these streets of Detroit. 
You know, we know you got a you got a serial killer or something around. And y'all strap up. And this coming from a Christian man. Get you a gun or something. You know. But I'm out of here, y'all. Peace. Your niece will. These kids ain't taking no shower. Stop all this irresponsible type stuff. I didn't lose stuff like he did. Like he do. He just, he leaves everything. Just, just everything. But that can easily happen again. You see his charger gone. Just leaving stuff everywhere, not being responsible. You gotta learn that. Crash kills two as Charger signs into his semi-cab on Telegraph. Mm. They cut that, that arrow from me. Thank you, baby. You're so sweet. You look at me like that and I was rubbing your knee. Niggas be acting real funny. <laughs> <laughs> 